Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Why I can't I don't know medicines. Jesus. We can't talk about Mucinex anymore, guys. Really? TJ Miller ruined it, you know. Oh, <laughs> starting off 2018 with a bang! Happy New Year! Happy basketball! Happy guys. basketball year! We're back, goddamn. Yeah, the boys uh, are back in town. We took some time off. Uh, hope you guys enjoyed our Christmas episode. Did we get any predictions right? We got a few, right? I think we did. I yeah. was wrong. I knew that. Yeah, happily wrong. Uh, yeah. Thank, shout out Jack Knight for, for being on the pod. Yeah, thank you. Uh, filling in week. for Peter. Yeah, we met. We, yeah, we so took we a prison. We took yeah. one week off. It did feel like a longer time, just because because we banked episodes. Yeah. Yeah. He banged episodes. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna. I'm fist bumping Peter right now. All right. Uh, nicely, nicely done. Gents. Um, 2018, guys. 2018. Any, any New Year's basketball resolutions you got? Your, your habits, your lifestyle, your team. Uh, the Wizards need to start making some damn free throws. The Wizards need to start caring against people that. Yeah. Like, All right. are bad. Like they don't care about against bad teams, and then they lose to like T-O, the fucking Hawks. T O T O. Nobody cares about like 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 the bad team like the bad teams can just beat good teams and it's just not a big deal anymore. Like the so, Wizards whooped the Celtics. 
And now they're going to chill for like two months, obviously. Yeah, not yeah. Even, I mean, I don't know. We beat a couple of bad teams after that, but we, we just blew a Bucks game. Yeah, you guys are better than the Bucks. Pros, yeah, yeah, absolutely better than the fucking Bucks. Yeah, shout out Giannis Tentacumpo. He's probably going to be the All Star captain. It looks yeah. like unless LeBron's fan club can kind of bring up the rear and get the votes up. When are they going to fix that shit, dog? Like, I don't like that it's based off Retweets. how many times you can vote. It is so dumb to me. Yeah. Like, I, at least back in the day when I was voting for like the Indians and in baseball in the '90s, you would have to like. Use your, your, your use your fucking mom's key or like a pen yeah. to like po- punch it out and then go like drop it off at a fucking yeah, office max. You did that shit once, dog. You're like, all right, I filled out ten ballots, but it wasted some of my time. Now it's like a, a retweet. Who like? Yeah, come on. And like last year, Zaza Pachulia was like among the leaders, and then they they were like, well, we're gonna give. Uh, well, then it's gonna be fan vote fifty percent, players twenty five, media twenty five, and it's like, well, just. The reason why Zaza Pachulia is a leader is because people figured out, oh, we can vote as much as we want, as often as we want. It's because it doesn't matter. His country's yeah. like main export is like working for the Russians and hacking the internet. Yeah, so, so like, just for like, sure, some dudes who like hacked some Hillary emails also put in like thirty thousand votes for Zaza Pachulia. That's what they were doing on their lunch break, bro. They just <laughs> eating their egg salad sandwich in their fucking like third bedroom apartment or three bedroom apartment with like thirty other hackers. <laughs> Yeah, I just, I just don't like that the NBA is rewarding fools for being fucking weirdos who can just vote for people all day long. Yeah. Who wants that, man? Yeah. yeah. Just take the fans out of it. The real fans don't actually – anyone who's worth their fan weight and salt. Is that how it goes? Did I say that right? Yeah, my brand is too valuable, dog. I can't just be – Come on. Vote in Bradley Beal every day, every hour. Do you think Kevin Durant has burner accounts? <laughs> retweeting himself Kevin no, Durant has definitely dude. hired virtual assistants in like Mumbai to That's just sit all day it. and retweet yep. him well yeah as as much of a hit he's as his reputation and everything is kind of like taken over the past year or so uh, he's still the, the top vote getting forward right front court guy in the west yeah I mean yeah. He's, he's pretty good at basketball yeah pretty good at basketball and he's had the burners Auto retweeting since Chris Bosch was wearing the leather hat. Remember the year he did the cowboy oh, yeah. campaign? Yeah. Yeah. You think Chris Bosch wears that leather hat at home? Oh, I would. He's <laughs> like, Mom, stop selling drugs in the house. Take me seriously with this hat. That's my that's my Chris that's Bosch impression. Solid. I was yeah. wondering if it was gonna turn Canadian. Mom? Mom? Stop selling drugs in my house. Stop selling drugs in my house. That wasn't Chris Bosch. That was us, guys. Speaking of hats, Jamel, you're not wearing a hat. I feel like this is the first time I've seen you not wear a hat in a long time. Yeah, I wasn't sure how to play it. It's raining out. It's raining out. It's raining out. Raining out. Hat. Yeah. I got, a, no, I got a little beanie. I got a little beanie, but it's kind of tight. I got a deal on a bunch of beanies at this little, um, one of these little spots in Burbank that you could like mail out packages. Like Box Brothers or whatever? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You should and do they a, had hats for the low. You should do a storytelling show. Like a one-man show where you just, like, tell stories about every article of clothing that you're wearing and just see where it takes you. Because I don't think you I don't think you have an article of clothing that doesn't have, like, a beautifully rich, inviting, <laughs> like, national treasure twist-and-turn story to it. Every that article true. of clothing you that Jamel owns has, like, oh, let me tell you about this hat. You're, like, Got the this fourth w- person who's told me that. Yeah. I should probably do that shit. I just like the idea that you've... Quote, got a deal on some beanies. <laughs> <laughs> like, it sounded like you met a guy in an alley 
got like a gross of 144. You and my mother shop. Yeah. You and my mother shop alarmingly similar ways. <laughs> the dude I got the beanies from definitely got the beanies in an alley. But I got them from a dude. In another in, store, it's in, like, a, in like a nicer alley. Yeah. Well, yeah. that means that you in need to go store. straight to the source. You got some stepped on beanies. You need to go, you need nah, to get some true. raw uncut. After I got them all, I was like, damn, because they're kind of a little tight on my head, and I was like, shit. But mm. it's like colors I've never seen before, though. I got a lavender. Ooh, beanie, Ooh. that's that's cool. See what I'm saying? Yeah. How like what are they thick knit? Like cable knit? Like what are we talking about? We're talking about standard cuffed beanie. You know what I'm saying? You fucking flip the top, but it's like. You get it for four dollars at a hardware store. Above yeah. the ears, okay. above the ears. Mm-hmm. You, you can do below. You can you can bring it tight. Yeah, you can probably roll that cuff down a little. Do you up. more often do above the ears or below the ears? I feel like I see more you with above because uh, I'm always yeah. trying to look like Ti, so I'll always I'll hang them up there kind of high. Same. You know Let's say when he's selling bean pies on a. Mm-hmm. Or North Broad in Philly. Yeah, when you see me, above. when you see me at the Columbia Heights Metro with the uh, black Israelites, <laughs> it's way down, and I got two grenades worth of oils, <laughs> two straps. All right, guys, we're gonna uh, listeners listen up, listeners. We're gonna do something a little different today. Uh, Keep doing what you're doing, baby. It's kind of the doldrums of the winter, right? NBA news is kind of, you know, we had the thrilling highs of the of the off season and then kind of things got a little crazy in the early season and now we're kind of at this like weird midpoint where it's not all-star break yet and there's not a lot of exciting things happening right now right no like the season's kind of like everyone's like oh the season starts in christmas but then also like people stop caring for like the first like most of the nba playoff or the nfl playoffs yeah you gotta get through the playoffs Mm -hmm. which honestly bro i kind of i wasn't on football at all i didn't know what the fuck was dog welcome Welcome to the No Football Zone. I got some Vikings gear. I'm ready to bust out. But okay, yeah, I, yeah. Nobody's gonna actually give a shit like you said till after the Super Bowl, which is two weeks before All Star break. break. Yeah. yeah, and then it's like, all right, trade like because now we're starting to get some trade rumors that we can talk about next week and whatnot. Now it's like gonna start heating up. But for right now, it's like still Christmas break. And right now, the most exciting, interesting story in the NBA is uh, the story of Alonzo Ball's appearance on Fuller House. That wasn't an orchestra. That was Peter. For the uninitiated, Netflix... Jesus Christ. Netflix has rebooted the classic TV show. Classic in quotation marks, I guess. Yeah, uh, Full House, and it's just the same cast, but all 30 years older. And, same uh, writers, all 30 same years writers, older. Same writers, all 30 years older. And Adam Hagenboo, who I went to college with. Shout out. Jimmy Gibbler. Jimmy Gibbler. Peace to uh, Jeff Franklin for making it all possible. <laughs> Make a dreams come true. Yeah, yeah. EP, yeah. But uh, I guess it's a big hit on Netflix because they're in their third season now. And, yeah. And uh, Lonzo Ball guest starred in the season finale. Season three finale. Yeah. So Pause guys, the podcast. Yeah, yeah. So we go watch the pod. Go watch this. Yeah, if you want to continue with this podcast, you're gonna need to yeah. stop yeah. the show right now. Get up, watch that, come back. Yeah, but if you're at work or on the subway and you can't watch it, uh, pause it, and then we'll, we'll no, see you later say, tonight. So give them, yeah, let's, yeah. let's give a quick recap of what happened. All right, welcome back. Okay, thank you for <laughs> coming back. Now we're gonna recap the thing you just watched. <laughs> Yo, this show is bananas. It's. It, it's insane that it exists, I think. 
Uh, it feels a little bit like a fever dream. It is like a meta fever dream too. Yeah, it's cash grab for everyone involved. Which, hey, I want. I'm trying to grab some cash out here. Yeah, I'm so happy for anybody cashing checks. Yeah. You know, I don't feel any, uh, is the word antipathy towards anyone? Does that mean like I feel like, or like, you know, an- animosity? Animosity or antipathy. What does that antipathy mean? That means you're into spiders. You, it's like the opposite of empathy. It means you oh. don't give a shit about someone. Yeah, I guess I have antipathy, but no like uh, animosity towards anyone getting those checks. Yeah, Because no. they're all grabbing them. It just does feel like dirty and you, I mean, Mike, you, you kind of summed it up best about what the show feels like from like a writing perspective. Thank you. Teeing you up there. I don't know what you're, I don't know what, what did I say? You just said it was like the same kind of writers. Oh yeah. Well, it, they brought back the entire writing staff uh, who were now just all these like 65 year old men uh, who in the past 30 years since the show has like been off the air have not updated their cultural references at all. So we're getting a show that is ostensibly targeted at like 10, 11, 12, 13 year olds uh, with references to the Fonz. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> with uh, Beach Boys jokes, with uh, uh, Madonna jokes, which actually the best joke. That was a good they, the, they did have a Maybe good the only Madonna. good joke in the entire episode was it's about Madonna. Like, it's like if you got Larry Brown to coach an AAU team right now. That in basketball terms, that is perfect. Fantastic. Yeah. Like, what, what's Larry going to do? But also, as if Larry Brown were to be like, let me tell you guys about when I was at Kansas. And they're all like, yo, dog, I don't fucking care. Like, I, because that's, because we like, don't know other, what Kansas is. Yeah, what is Kansas? Kansas. Like, because, like, Fuller the House. Band. <laughs> <laughs> what if Larry Brown was in Kansas, the band? That's a different dimension. Yeah, yeah that'd be fire. Dreams. Pick and roll. <laughs> so, but like uh, Larry Brown, like in Fuller House, all the writers expect all these 13-year-old kids who are watching this show to like know Full House lore. Yeah, yeah that's the an, Atlanta it's, Celtics. Yeah. yeah. It's so incredibly self-referential, uh, but the audience has probably never seen the show. I mean, I've seen a hundred episodes of Full House probably. For sure, yeah. I and yeah. Well, we're in that age range where, like, we would see them. People 15 years younger than this, are they watching Full House? Absolutely not. Yeah. So they're basically writing jokes for people, for, like, parents who are, like, walking by. And they're like, what? Oh. Oh, wait. What was that episode? Why is all the furniture the same? Yeah. They was, haven't changed the furniture. That was They strange. even make a joke about it. They made the a show. joke about yeah. it. And it's like, do you, you just been getting this reupholstered the same way? After your dad left the house, you're like, I'm going to keep everything the exact same. Every year, I'm going to reupholster yeah. it. Oh, okay, so yeah, DJ and Stephanie, the two daughters yeah. from the original, uh, not Michelle because they couldn't get the Olsen twins back. Uh, but of they course. now live in the house they grew up in. Yes. Um, but you guys all just watch this. Yes. <sighs> it's so confounding. Everything it's, is confounding about it's it. It's so intense. Uh, okay, but here's how Lonzo Ball uh, comes in. So Steve, who is DJ's boyfriend from the original show, yes. uh, from high school, and now they're they're fucking again thirty years later. Had he, a kid, or did, is that no? Not... I think I think uh, I think she, similar to her dad. Oh, her, her she's husband widowed. died. That's her husband right. died. That's right. Yeah. Just for reference, DJ, not the meth one. No, not the meth one. Stephanie not the Tanner. one who. Not Although, the one who's like, I'm going to break out into song right now because yeah, it's yeah, in my contract. Yeah. Although, yeah. yeah, in a in what they must have thought was a delightful twist. Uh, Stephanie, as an adult now, is a DJ. And no way. Her her DJ name is DJ Tanner. 
No way. Uh, I remember that. I saw some of the first season, and that's like the first joke she gets in the first episode. That was a joke that uh, Frank Capello and I shot a pilot for E! Network, and it was about... It was basically like the Diplo show now on Vice. It's like called I'm Not a DJ, but our original name for the dude was DJ Tanner. And the executive that we were in a meeting with who uh, who bought the project was like, you guys can't, you guys have to change that name because my good friend's son is actually DJ Tanner, like in real life. No shit. And like, it was like, it's just embarrassing or something. It was like something about like a personal thing for him. He's like, you just have to change that name, but everything else is like a go. So many so, DJ Tanner jokes. I'm sure there are right now. Oh, so yeah. many D- I'm sure there are so many real DJ Tanners. There's gotta be. There's gotta be like There's half a, a dozen. One exec son. <laughs> but to your point earlier, like none of these guys were like, like someone's been sitting on that joke since like 1988. Someone's basically been that joke since like 1998 when they learned that DJing was a thing <laughs> and they're like fuck I wish full house was still on cuz could have had a great we'll runner never scratch this itch yeah. uh but congrats on finally getting that joke out who I guess Jeff Franklin uh okay but so yeah Steve is DJ's boyfriend mm-hmm. who's now a podiatrist and I guess in some kind of plot we didn't watch any episodes leading up but apparently None. There is a, a through line because there was a lot of information that they thought that we would know about the backstory. But yeah, maybe. are there other like Lakers involved? Do they have Samaki Walker coming? <laughs> that would be incredible. Like episode yeah. two. Yeah, uh, they did have uh, Nwamba last season before he he left for the yeah. Bulls. Nice. Uh, just like a little pop in there. But Steve is a podiatrist now, and apparently he's up for his dream job, which he's. I think he said at one point, "I've been dreaming about since I was a little kid." Yeah, about being the Los Angeles Lakers one official day, podiatrist. I'm going to get my hands all over Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's feet. Yeah, but which is also funny because his character back originally in the show was a fucking dummy who, like, no one would have known that he would have been a doctor, right? His or, whole thing was that he was an to... idiot that he he constantly had a sandwich in his hand. Like that, he was like fucking Jughead in the comics. <laughs> not not this new fuckable Jughead from Riverdale, but like old Jughead who just like was a dope that ate hamburgers constantly. Okay, yeah, but I guess apparently they're retconning his history that he was always going to be a doctor and really wanted to foot doctors work I feel for the Lakers. Idiots! I feel like feet. You could be a dummy. <laughs> you still have to. Get like your MD though, right? Yeah, you gotta go through school, but come yeah, on, you could like you know you could cheat on most of them tests. Yeah, probably feet cheat on the feet. Yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, Hashtag but, cheat on the feet. Yeah, hit us up at Airbuds Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Hashtag cheat on the feet. I can't wait, can't wait to see what kind of pictures are already in that hashtag. <laughs> Just want to know who made it far enough into this episode. Like, the five people who got this deep. Dude, we haven't even gotten Alonzo yet, man. No, okay. So, Steve, where we pick up, Steve is letting DJ know uh, on the eve of the anniversary party, which I don't even know. Oh, my God. Apparently, there's – Okay. So Steve is letting DJ know that he loves her too much and he's not going to take this job and leave since just go to go to L.A. and be the Lakers podiatrist. Proving that he is an idiot. Proving that he is an idiot, but yeah, proving no. his love for DJ. Also, like, you couldn't fucking commute. Get out of here. It's 81 games a year, dude. You could be up in... Yeah. Like, how often are they like, oh, yo, come check out this dude's foot? Because if you're a specialist, that means you're... Whatever. Yeah. Riddle with plot holes. Yeah. On cue, though, right after Steve says this, knock on the door... DJ says, it's always open, I guess as a joke, because everybody just always walks into the the house. Uh, door opens, enters Lonzo Ball. Yeah. 
Wearing Zo2 black leathers. Full leather. Even the sole is leather. Yeah. Just caked. Caked in, in makeup. makeup. His oh adult acne, barely even Nowhere there. Nowhere to be found. Yeah. It's like the base was proactive. <laughs> What's his foundation? Oh, it is... Uh, it is high-grade <laughs> Chemical proactive. Chemical-grade proactive. <laughs> uh, Pre-haircut. Pre couldn't have any too. kids on that scene yeah. because... It was dangerous to children. Yeah, Kimmy Gibbler in this episode was pregnant, and they couldn't be on the set at the same time. Well, we are going to get to Kimmy Gibbler being pregnant, because we haven't watched any other ones, but I have a thousand questions okay, about yeah, well, that. So we'll get to that. So Lonzo shows up as a last-ditch effort to try to uh, win Steve over to the Lakers. Um, how, would you, how would you say Lonzo's acting is? Out of ten? I defer to you. Four and some change. Oh, I was going to give him like a five. But see, in that, like, this is on a real acting scale. Okay. Athlete okay. acting scale, maybe even somewhere in the sixes. Yeah, I, I would say sixes. he's about a six or seven. Yeah. yeah. In, on the athlete scale, he's a six. In real life, he's like a three. Yeah. Three. It's maybe four. Yeah. Having seen Ron Harper on Keenan and Cal, easily a six. Better than Ron Harper? Yeah. Ron's probably, he's setting the zero. Like, he's the a zero on the scale. Or He's the one. Okay. He's the one. Got it. Ten being so everything is like Rick Fox. Oh, Rick Fox yeah, has got to be like Rick nine, Rick. right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Rick Fox is like as an, an on the athlete scale, he's like an eleven. Yeah, yeah, he's he, amazing. He yeah. holds it, dude. He held it down in Oz. Yeah, like he was like a real. He's got a legit acting career. Yeah. Rick Fox. Yeah, shots to you. Yeah. So Shout it's it's Fox. Ron Harper to, from Ron Harper to Rick, Rick Fox. Fox. Yeah, he's somewhere in between the two. Yeah. Uh, fine, fine. Definitely elevated the show. Uh, that we were watching. It made me interested. I mean, I only clicked it because of him. And we also just saw a scene where, like, John Stamos, Dave Coulier, and Bob Saget, and a Mexican or a Hispanic royal dude was all in a bed together. I have no idea what was happening. There was just, like, a weird gay panic scene where, like, so, they all woke up in bed together and, like, did we fuck? <laughs> <laughs> there were, there were, there were two, two different kinds of jokes happening in that scene. Like, a nonsensical, like, just nonsensical, like, someone, like, eating a sandwich or, like, talking about something that makes no sense at all, or, like, are we gay? Yeah. Just and then it became, like, it transformed into, like, are we losers? Because they... Because we all slept in the same bed. We all slept in bed. Because you're either moon. poor yeah. or gay, or both, but either way, that makes you shitty people. Here's a sandwich. Um, so Lonzo, uh, to try to, I guess, seduce Steve a little bit, takes his shoe off <laughs> and puts his foot up on the table, yeah. expertly placing the the big ball of brown shoe yes. on the yeah. table so for on the a beautiful placement for shot. For the rest of the scene. That, yeah. is his, that is his father's son right there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then Lonzo's foot is, is, okay, he's not wearing a sock under these Zotus. And you could tell that the Zotus aren't the highest quality because the fabric has clearly bled onto his foot because his foot has this kind of orange hueish to it. Like I you mean, don't tan the bottom of your feet. Like no, yeah. but also like the bottom of your feet are weird as fuck. You know, like they're just sometimes they're discolored or weird looking. Well, I mean, a byproduct of walking around in all leather shoes, leather Ugh, on the inserts, right. leather yeah. inserts. Yeah, he's. You know I mean? It's definitely. It's from the shoes. Yeah, it's leather related. If you were thinking about getting Zotus, be warned. Your white socks are going to be fucking orange as fuck the first few times you wear it. All uh, right. I don't know why. Like they are like the most basic shoes. Like they make all Steph Curry shoes look like like Air Force Ones. I don't know. I think they they're not bad looking shoes. They're just Kobe ripoffs. That's all. They're just like the, the last. The, what are the Kobe Elevens or whatever? The last ones he had. But like, like smoothed out. Like it's like less. 
like my, my, maybe I mean I know nothing about sneakers, so no one should take anything I say. I think they're decent looking sneakers okay. that just look like other shoes. They look kind of like the Kyrie's. They look kind of like Kobe's. If your shoes at all look like a sh- pair of shoes, I would be like, oh yeah, those would probably be comfortable for me to weigh tables in at some point. Then like, for me, that's a red flag. Yeah, you could also be in a marching band. Yeah, no shoes. Or like, I'm gonna be, be a phlebotomist. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh yo, I'm. Uh, you could be like a gonna be on the crew for this like regional theater production, and I need some like quiet but sturdy. Black shoes. There you go, Zotus. Zotus. The air orderlies. The air hospital orderlies. Yeah. yeah. I'm, in a, I'm in an all-female remake of Disorderlies. <laughs> and I need a pair of shoes. What am I going to do? I'm in a bar mitzvah dance crew at a country club. You're a party starter. Get this party started. Um, I'm a public figure on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> what am I going to do? All right, so Lonzo puts his bare foot up on the table. Steve, the podiatrist... Immediately, comes in his pants. Yeah, immediately, dick hard as could be. He basically is like just lusting after this young teenager's foot, salivating like his foot is a sandwich. Leading his girlfriend, Candace Cameron Bure, is that how you say her name? I'm not sure. To take off her own shoe and place it next to Lonzo's bare foot, which touched him. Touched him. Yeah, they were like touching. There are. If these walls could tell. Adults with foot fetishes that have jerked off to that oh, moment. Oh, 100 percent. Because it's just a thousand. weirdly. Do you think Jeff Franklin has a foot fetish? I don't know, man. I could believe it. It was yeah. just like, all right, guys, how are we going to get Lonzo Ball's shoe into this episode? Like, was he a podiatrist this whole time? Or is this the, do you think this is the first time? Hit us up if you are a fan of the show and have watched all of Fuller House and just let us know if he's always been a podiatrist or this is the first time you're actually hearing about it. I, yeah, that's actually a good question. Because I feel like he was a veterinarian or something at one point. Because it also feels like a show that they would just like hard, like be like, he's a podiatrist now. And I mean, you're like, okay. It, also in this episode, they just were like, Jesse and Joey own a nightclub now. <laughs> like, But it's also a but laundromat. They, uh, yeah, it's a laundromat that they paid cash for. In oh my god, like the whole thing is that like they needed jobs, jobs, because <laughs> they were unemployed and had nothing to do. And then they went out and bought a fucking building in cash in one day in San Francisco. San Francisco proper. So they got like one point five million in liquid cash, and they need jobs. <laughs> Straight up. And they're like, all right, guys, let's, we got to dip into the honeypot here, like pulling $100 stacks like out of like the wall. Honestly, that's probably the most like real life scenario on the show. <laughs> that's such a like adult San Francisco like thing to do. Oh, I need a job. I'm so bored. You know what? I'll buy a $2 million <laughs> business in cash by cash the end of the day. <laughs> and yeah. get like balloon fixtures put up in there. Like, ready to go. Yeah. And that came with the building. Yeah. So, anyways, Lonzo Ball wraps up his cameo with a push-up contest with Candace Cameron Bure, who clearly just wanted to do the push-up contest because she works out a lot. She wants to show it off. Does she have, like, a workout brand or lifestyle brand or something like that? I'm going to go ahead and say yeah. Yeah. I feel like like she does. She's probably selling her shit at Ames, maybe the last 12 Kmarts in the country. Something like that. And they definitely every actor on this show has seems to have some kind of side hustle that they're using the show to push, a la Stephanie Tanner suddenly turning the last four minutes into a music video for an original song. Oh my God, uh, that was that was the most. Everyone uncom- on the show is pushing something. Lonzo no. Ball came onto the show to push his shoes. Candace Cameron Bure is probably pushing some kind of Pilates lifestyle. Stephanie Tanner, but it's probably like, pushing guys, a music career. Who are you pushing this to? Like eight year olds. Like, I mean, who's going to buy fucking 
Stephanie Tanner's music other than eight year olds right now by accident who like have but who buys music anymore? We're just gonna stream it. God fearing adults or kids that have no concept of money whose parents' iTunes is, are linked to their their iPhones. Yeah, yeah, but they're not buying that. They're doing cocaine already. If you're nine years old and you're doing coke, hit us up at Airbuds Pod. Peter would like some. If you're a baby and you got cocaine, hit us up. And you're watching Fuller House. We all were stumped by that, like, true. Yeah, yeah. It does make sense. Uh, Lonzo did have a good joke on the way out. Yeah. So, I guess Candace Cameron beats him in the push-up contest. And Steve says, sorry, Lonzo, I have to go with my girlfriend. Because she did. And she had had great form. I know the elbows were wide, but, like. She was doing one-legged push-ups, which, you know. That's some serious Not shit. Not that impressive, but I guess... Oh, okay. I mean... Pretty no. impressive. Yeah. I was impressed. I was impressed. I don't know. I guess so. Well, if she went like one, one-handed, I would have been... Oh, why geez. didn't Lonzo go one-handed? Like, why, why did he... He's he... under contract, bro. You can't be straight yeah, no, shit for a cameo. He's got a bruised shoulder right now. Yeah. You think Paul Walker cared about his contract <laughs> he wrapped his car on a tree? They, yeah. didn't, they didn't want him racing cars. <laughs> he probably signed something. Well, saying he wouldn't. Well, there you go. Come on. Was he driving that car or was he the passenger? No, he was the passenger. That's Someone the else worst was driving. part. Yeah. Tough. Some idiot uh, was just like... I don't mean Paul to make Walker. light of that. R.I.P. Paul Walker. I, Fast and the Furious is one of my favorite franchises and uh, he is missed. Yeah, you live through our rhymes, dude. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so then Lonzo gets beat by Candace Cameron Bure. Bure. I, how the fuck do you say her name? DJ. DJ Tanner. DJ Tanner. Uh, and he gets up. Who wants to deliver his lines? Oh, I don't remember. He gets up. He goes and he goes. I feel like a fool. And then he walks to the door, carrying the one shoe, still barefoot. Uh, And then he turns around and says, "I'm the number two pick all over again." And then walks out all sad. And then uh, DJ Tanner makes uh, fun of him for crying, calls him a little bitch. (laughs) That was funny. That was another time. I was like, "Oh, that was kind of good." Yeah, that was actually a good joke. And that was Lonzo Ball's uh, the end of his cameo. So. Yeah, there, we, there you go. The most important story of 2018 in the NBA so far is that. It was fine. It's also weird, though, because you're like, Doug, you are n- like 19 years old on the worst team in the league. Not the worst. They better hope to be the worst team in the league because otherwise, who, who, the Sixers? Who gets their, or the Nets? The Nets, someone gets their pick. I think the if Sixers, it's, Sixers end up getting their, getting their pick this year, I think. Or if one it's of picks. two okay. through five. Yeah. Is that is that a Sixers pick? I believe so. If the Lakers get picked two through five, they don't have their pick. But if they are like full number one, then they have they save their pick. One or six, basically. Jesus, yeah. what a terrible deal! And they're like so clearly bottom. Like it's yeah. almost worse for them. I guess if they don't, if the Sixers don't get it this year, then they definitely just get whatever the pick is next year, right? I think so. Yeah, there's like no protections. Uh, keeping it in the ball topic, uh, Lon or Lavar Ball. Made news today by saying that uh, Luke Walton needs to be fired, basically. Did you guys see that? I did see that. It's yeah. because he won't let his son do more cameos. Do you think that's it? Might Can't... be it. Might be it. How did this cameo Can't come about, do you think? Well, you know, early in the run, he still had the haircut, so you know. This is like before he says Nas is whack. This is yeah, this everything. is in the summer. Oh, yeah, do you yeah. think if Jeff Franklin heard him say Nas is whack, he wouldn't, he wouldn't have booked him? I think this is what led him to say Nas was whack. He got a touch. He got this first taste of real white money. In. He already had his reality show, though. Dope. I guess that's not white money. That ain't white money yet. No. Zuckerberg money is Facebook money. If you have a Facebook show, it's not white money. Netflix is definitely white money. Yeah, that is. Yeah. Yeah. 
right, Protestant money. Jeff Franklin. I'm going to go ahead and guess he's white. Yeah. Although, me. I don't know. That's, that could be a black name. Nah. Nah. He white, dog. I mean, I always think of, like, Kirk Franklin. That's a black-ass dude. Jeff yeah. Franklin's not that far off. Fair enough. I can't, yeah. I can't argue with that. Yeah. The creator of Full House? As much as I want to. <laughs> what the if creator Franklin, of Full House? Jeff Franklin was just a dude from the Bronx. <laughs> 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 he had a cigarette tucked behind his ear at all times. <laughs> Word to my mother, son. <laughs> This was going to get us out the hood. Unfiltered black and mild. It's like smoking it on set. It would be pretty good. Uh, All right, from the top. (laughs) DJ! Run it back! So I think the rest of this episode is not worth talking about unnecessarily because it doesn't have anything to do with We have to talk about one more thing. the pregnancy thing. Okay. Again, if you have watched this show, I guess we could go on Wikipedia, but please just hit us up so I don't have to go on the Fuller House Wikipedia. Yeah, yeah, we don't need... We it's, don't it seemed like Kimmy Gibbler was trying to be the surrogate for Steph Tanner. Yeah. Steph Tanner's trying to get pregnant with Kimmy well, Gibbler's brother. Well, Kimmy I don't Gibbler. know if she's getting pregnant with him, but she's like, I want a baby. And, she, and but seemed, she's, she's with Jimmy But she's Gibbler. with him. Yeah. I think. Unless they're not together. They said that they were each other's person. Yeah. Remember? Yeah. Like they, and then they kissed? And then they kissed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and, then, and then his kittens ran away. And then his kittens so ran his away. Kittens. Uh, so, okay. So we can establish Stephanie Tanner and Kimmy Gibbler's brother, Jimmy, are fucking. Are fucking. At the same time. Kimmy Gibbler is trying to be her surrogate to have a baby. Yeah. Trying so, to have a baby for Steph Tanner. Yes. So does she have her brother's sperm inside of her? <laughs> <laughs> Who's who offered Who's sperm? Whose sperm? Kimmy Gibber, they do reveal at the end, is actually pregnant. Is pregnant with a baby. Well, is she pregnant? Tanner. The deal, what is Sarah? It's like they put this sperm in the egg, like they put it in like a, a, a ripped off corner of like a seven eleven bag, right? And then they yeah. melt the tip, <laughs> they wind it up and then melt the tip and then they drop it in there. So yeah. the sperm is never actually like in you, it's in its own little Seven Eleven bag. Capsule, all right, but it's right? Steph's egg too, right? There's many yeah. ways they also do a surrogacy. Like you can do oh. that. Like we're going to put a fertilized egg inside a womb oh. and just let your womb care for it. Mm-hmm. You can also do. I can't produce viable eggs, yeah. so my partner is going to fertilize one of your eggs. Even if it is yeah. Steph's egg, though, is there like some fucked up brother sister shit happening because that sperm is like similar to the DNA of the womb that's carrying it. Is the meth why she can't have kids? Do they reference the meth in the show? Oh, I don't know. I don't that'd know. That'd be good. I would, uh, that would be tight. Good. Steph Tanner, hit us up at Airbus Yo, Pod. so many questions about this. Yeah. Why are you having... Well, you know... Also, you're, like, this you, is a kid show. friends this with Jimmy Gibbler. Kid show. What's his name? It's a kid... Oh, Adam Hagenboom. Adam Hagenboom. Should I text him? Just, let's have him on. All right. Let's have him on and yeah, ask him, like... Part, I'll see if he can come... Hey, did you fuck your sister? Or, like, did you just jizz in a cup and then put it in your sister with a turkey baster? Like, what happened? Yeah. Why is no one addressing this? Also, why is this a plot line? Just give Kimmy Gibbler something else to do. I think she had something to do. I don't know. I feel like in, like, the first season, again, I only watched a few episodes. I think she was, like, so that, that, that uh, Hispanic dude is her husband. And the whole first season, her story was, I think, getting back together with him because they were separated or something. Oh. There's so much happening that we don't. Oh, my God. <laughs> There's so much we, complicated shit. We should um, do a Fuller House podcast. Should we? I, we? Should we just do like a, like a binge of like all of this? 
No. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I just want someone to explain it. I wish there was one already, so I could just have it explained to me instead of having to like read about it. Yeah, what is Jason Concepcion going to do the <laughs> Fuller House season beach of mode. Beach Mode? Yeah, uh, yeah, it's it's a confounding show. Uh, Lonzo Ball, good for you. I'm sure. I bet he was a fan of the original. I bet he watched reruns or something. I bet he escaped his father's ire. By locking himself in his bedroom and watching ABC Family reruns of Full House, I would be surprised oh, sure. if he did not know that show existed before yeah. he went out there. He's it seems like a very a- random thing, like. But then I guess like they went like the whole Ball family was on like WrestleMania or whatever. I don't know. Maybe are are these media companies just reaching out to them with random opportunities? Yeah, no, they got a wavy uh, like agent or like publicist or something. They just got a dude who's just like catching all that. I don't think it's wavy though, because like. It's WWE and Fuller House. Like it's if you had if based. you had a better if you it's it's way of adjacent. Like if you had a better agent, I feel like you'd be getting better cameos or something. Yeah, true. I don't know all the new BET shit. I guess WWE. I guess, but yeah, Fuller House and WWE are giant properties, right? I think they're trying to get the white. See, they, they want the white bread. They want like people in Arkansas to like country them. potato white bread. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Okay, yeah, I guess he is a wavy agent. <laughs> <laughs> it's waiver related, if nothing else. Mr. Waverstein. Yeah, Bar- Bernie Waverstein. Bernie Waverstein. Oh, guys. <laughs> this episode was fun. Yeah, it's a good time. It. Do we have everything we want to plug? Uh, I want to plug that little kid. Uh, he was a real standout. Oh, yeah. yeah. We forgot to mention to the kid. Yeah. The so youngest really yeah. kid is fantastic. Yeah, I think He's his name star. is Elias Harger. Yeah, a star. He plays Max Fuller. Oh, shit. Wait. <laughs> Are their last names Fuller on Fuller House? Yeah. I had no idea. Doug, you didn't know their last names were Fuller? I somehow that, that missed me. Time? Yeah. So she I guess DJ, No, no, no. Like DJ coming back, Tanner. she married a dude named Fuller. Right. Okay. So and he died. Yeah. I'm seeing on the MDB page, her full name is DJ Tanner Fuller. Yeah. Terrible wow. name, too. Speaking of Tanner Fuller, uh, Jody Sweeten got some breast implants <laughs> <laughs> between... When Full House ended and this show started, yeah, and they're very noticeable and featured, like pre- like prevalent character, yeah, prominent character, yeah, good for her. You know, she came back from a lot. Jody Sweeten still some still getting them checks. Yeah, oh, that's right. Uh, yeah, shout out Elias Harger. Kid's like six years old and a better actor than ninety percent of the people on the show. Oh my god, best yeah. actor on the show. Yeah, better than your friend. Yeah, Hagen Boo's Hagen Boo's good. He's good. Yeah, he was good too. It's a, it's a one-two punch. Yeah, they should just do a buddy comedy. All right, or a romantic comedy. I'm in. Watching either. I'm watching um, either. Call me by your name, Fuller House style. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> yeah, Elias Harger and uh, Higginboom. Like, if you guys want to do call call me by your name, kind of like short film. <laughs> I've already got a script ready to go for you. Wow. Yeah, written with both of you in mind. Uh, Jamal, don't you have a show this Saturday? No. No I on deck Sunday. I got uh, I'm Brandon Wardell and friends. Oh, co-hosting. So if you want to hear some uh, some new trap mix shit with some fucking '80s R&B shit, I finally figured out the formula for the for the Spotify playlist. So come on down, Brandon Wardell and friends. Is Sunday the 14th at the Satellite Silver Lake as fuck. It's a fun show. Yeah, you can only get there on a paddle boat. <laughs> uh, Peter, you got anything you want to uh, you want to plug? Mixtape. Mixtape. Oh, yeah. On Friday. Yeah, this, this Friday. Friday at the Virgil. Great lineup. Uh, first one of the year. It's free as hell. Happy hour drinks. Ooh-wee. 
Come on yeah. out. If you're in L.A., you got a few good comedy shows coming up this weekend. Why not hit it up? Hit it up. Uh, we're uh, at Airbuds Pod across all social media. Hit right. us up there. Hey, if you like this episode, and if you do, what is wrong with you? Uh, thanks for making it to the end. Thanks for making heart. it all the way Bless here. And now we are going to give you homework. Give us a rating and review on iTunes. Give us five stars. We'll shout you out on the pod. <laughs> uh, we'll read whatever you write in that little comment box. Uh, we begin some run on that on the iTunes. I yeah, only, I only see the SoundCloud numbers. You know, I haven't actually. Well, iTunes doesn't really give you numbers. It's like hard to know what, mm. what's happening through there. You'll uh, just know people have been nice though. People have been iTunes. generous with their five starring and their reviewing. Yeah, we got quite a few. Let's see. I didn't check before this if we had any new ones. And my guess is no. Why are we? Why are you so negative, Jamal? Why not be positive? Why not hope for the best? It's 2018. Things have got to go up from here, you know? All right, you're right. You're fucking right. There's no new ones. Damn it! (laughs) All right, fuck you guys. Bye. Later! For the ones who get going when the going gets tough, and the ones who know... We're tougher together. For the Pathfinders breaking new ground, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as fast access to experts and 24-7 customer support. Because we know you have people depending on you, so you can always depend on us. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.